Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. We sure are. And we love movies. Oh, yes, we do. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Diggs. And we're on number four here, talking about Whoa. Monsters, Inc., the fourth Pixar. Oh, you go Monsters Incorporated? It's, I mean, there's an abbreviation for a reason. Oh, you're going to be a stickler. So if somebody says, Can't like, I love Monsters, DVD Inc., you're copy. like, it's Monsters Incorporated. It's Incorporated. It's roly-poly-oli. You got like, <laughs> to roll out the acronyms or something, too. Like, oh, yeah, the EPA, you're all, it's the Environmental Protection Agency. Environmental Thank you. Protection <laughs> Agency. Thank you very Sorry, much. Sorry, no abbreviations for this guy. Okay, very cool. Uh, well, this is the first non-John Lasseter film we were talking about as far as Pixar movies go. Peter this one, Doctor? Pete Doctor? Pete Doctor. Pete Doctor yeah. was uh, instrumental in the first three Pixar films. Uh, he... I don't know. Was he a co-director on uh, A Bug's Life? I think he might have co-directed A Bug's Life. And he was definitely heavily involved, uh, helping with the story, helping with the animation. You know, I don't all think he was stuff. even involved with Bug's Life, was he? Uh, yes, he should have been. It's not even in his credits. But yeah, Wally. You know what? Maybe, story. maybe he was really involved in Toy Story. He was. He was, he was a writer on Toy Story 1. And then I think he started working on this shortly after because uh, he was working on this for a long time yeah. up until it was released. Um, but after and this, then he just went inside out. Mm. Yeah, he did inside out, which is freaking great. Actually, if we're going to talk about one of those, um, that would definitely be one that I wanted to talk about. But regardless, Monsters Incorporated, Pete Doctor, yeah, you have no, Lee Unkrich, who will later direct Toy Story 3. So we'll talk Ooh. about him again. Uh, and David Silverman, who's just another Pixar guy. So, uh, But Pete Doctor does a great job. He seems like a cool dude, too. If you watch the behind the scenes, he's always rolling Andrew around Stanton. on a scooter. Andrew Stanton, absolutely. Andrew Stanton on this? A writer, yeah. right? Screenplay by. Yeah. 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 There you go. Original story by Pete Doctor. He's farther down, but he still gets a credit. So good work. Andy, um, what do you think about Monsters, Inc.? Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. It's a great movie. Very touching in the end. It doesn't grab me like I think the other ones have. Um, I think you're either into the world that they're in or you're not. For some reason, it's just a little unbelievable to me i guess there are whole societies running off children's screams but it's a it's a funny idea it's um, definitely like a big departure from what we've been seeing you know what i mean like oh definitely toy stories like toys are alive which is kind of ridiculous but it's still like okay toys are alive that's fun. bugs life there's bugs, bugs life is just like the world this could happen i guess finding nemo know? there's fish in the sea monsters yeah, this is just monsters. It brings about the question, is there monsters? Are there monsters? Monsters living in a parallel universe that have access to our universe to come scare the hell out of us and, you know, supply... The answer is no, there's not. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, I've never seen a monster. Uh, I've never seen... I've seen one. I've heard something supernatural once, um, and I've never seen an alien. So I'm still... I don't really believe in too much. You I've know? seen a lot of things. Have you? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
He's seen a lot of ghosts in scary movies. He's never actually seen anything. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, dude. I know. I know. Uh, you're barking down the wrong pipe. I love this movie. Um, I haven't really done my rankings yet of these five Pixar films. Um, and I think that this movie, the idea is very funny. There are a couple of components that make this movie one of my favorites. And I think that I'm going to go out there and say I have two hot takes on this movie. Okay. I think this is the funniest Pixar movie in existence. Wrong. What's funnier than this? Any of them. <laughs> this, this movie's hilarious the entire way through. It's it so is a funny. comedy. Yeah. You got Billy Crystal. And, and that's just great. Th- that's exactly the thing. Is you that, and me and you, both of us together. Dude, nice Billy Crystal. Good work. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah, Billy Crystal, the entire way through this movie, is so funny. And so yeah, he's I'm, great. Him and John Goodman, I think the cast. I was going to say John Goodman, I think, is... John John Goodman and Sully could be, well, that's a hot take. Could be my favorite character out of any Pixar film. Sully. Well, okay, it's because it's freaking John Goodman. And this is I just what I wanted. Love him. This is what I wanted to ask you. So, John. So Billy Crystal is the funniest character in any Pixar film. I think he's hysterical in this movie. And John Goodman is bringing the gravitas. You know, yeah. he's bringing yeah. that respect. Right, he yep. just draws you into the character, and you're like, "Sully, he's got something. He's got something yeah, good here. He's good." Is this the best duo in Pixar? The only, the only other duo is Tim Allen is and Tom Woody Hanks. Woody and Buzz. Yeah, and I think that these guys are better than Woody and Buzz. I'm going out there and saying it, man. I would say so. I mean, if, mm, yeah, I don't know. I just think if maybe if the movie could have been a little different, I think it would have hit a little harder for me. Talk about um, different. <laughs> I just, I'm not too into all the Monsters Incorporated stuff. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's a ridiculous it, premise. Yes. It, it asks is. you to go I, along with it. As soon as the kid shows up, Boo shows up, the movie takes off for me. Yeah, But sure. all the stuff leading up to that, breaking the record and all that stuff, uh, it's kind of funny. I'm just not that into it. Like the the girlfriend with the snakes on her hair is kind of funny. Googly bear. I I don't like looking at the Schmoopsy sloth poop. lady. Lazy the Mike Dazowski. I don't really like looking at her. I think just aesthetically, I don't like certain things in this movie. But um, I'm not is saying because they're like monsters. The Do you not like monsters? I, I I don't know what it is. It could be. I don't know. It's a number I don't of things. Like, I'm scared of monsters. I'm really scared Danny of monsters. Danny has visible tears on his face now. <laughs> Why did you have to say it? Uh, you were, you a, were you a fan of Ah, Real Monsters? Yes. Yes. I was. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's kind of along those, that same uh, the Nickelodeon Spartan. weird time. You know what I mean? Yeah. The weird, weird Ernest thing. Scared Stupid? Well, that, yeah. Man, I'm just sorry. I'm looking at her. All real monsters. There's the guy that has the face, but his hands are pointing up like ears. And then there's like a yeah. bat guy. Gosh, what a freaky show. Uh, it was. Did you remember my favorite monster with uh, Fred Savage? No. Okay. Well, something for you to look up. And okay. Viewers. It's yeah. a weird one. Sounds great. Um, but okay. Monsters Inc. I think it's the best duo. Uh, Billy Crystal and John Goodman are both incredible actors on their own. And they get together in this and it's just like, it's so good. Um, and Billy Crystal was actually offered the role of Buzz Lightyear. 
And he, no way. Yeah, and he turned it down. He said, "Oh he didn't. my gosh!" So if he wouldn't have turned that down, Billy Crystal would have been Buzz Lightyear. Well, he was that in talks. Suck. He was in talks to do it for sure. So that would have sucked. Maybe they would have decided to go a different way, but he was definitely like a heavy contender. Or it could have been amazing. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it would have been it would have been a different thing for I'm sure. Buzz but he said that turning down Toy Story and how big of a success it was, he regretted it for a long time. And so one day he's sitting there and the phone rings and uh, it's John Lasseter calling to offer him a role or to see the, see if he wants to maybe talk about doing a role in a Pixar film. And his wife answers and goes, honey, uh, John Lasseter's on the phone from Pixar. And he just yells to his wife, say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, yeah, whatever it is, I'm in. I'll do, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. And Monsters it's very good incorporated. because Billy Crystal is Mike Wazowski is absolutely hysterical. I like Billy Crudup in this a lot, man. He's just really, uh, <laughs> Billy Crudup. Gosh, think about what a different movie this would be. <laughs> if Billy, be Crudup. Billy Crudup. He's like, I like the space here. I can, I can only think of Billy Crudup. When you think of Billy Crudup, I think of Watchmen and I think of Big Fish. That's the first. I think two of that Big Fish probably mainly. <laughs> you know what? He's also almost famous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great and almost famous. He does a very good and job. And he's in Batman Superman for a second, isn't he? Or is that the Donna Justice? Oh yeah, he's, he's uh, Ezra Miller's dad. Ezra Miller's Flash's dad, dad in. I think that's. I think that that's um, Justice. League. I think League. that's Dawn of Justice. I think yeah. it's Justice League. Is it Justice? No, it's Batman v Superman, it... Dawn of Justice, and then it's Justice League. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, it's did they really add that on to Batman Superman? They added Batman yeah, no. Superman Dawn of Justice. Yep. That is so lame. Oh, it's the dumbest thing ever. I hate it. Dumb of justice. No justice. I can't yeah. even believe that those were things. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like we all wanted to see it and we all wanted it to be good. It just happened yeah. to be What do you the... think about Robert Pattinson? Did we talk about this already on the podcast? Or did I Oh, maybe we did. I don't know. That sucks for our listeners. We both have short-term memory loss. <laughs> we might have. Um, we talk about the same things, and we don't even notice. I think we, we talked listen. about it on an episode that we'll release after this episode. <laughs> oh, okay. I got so you. here we are. We're talking. Look forward to that. I think it's on the Finding Nemo app. Um, I am down, though. I'm very happy that that. I'm down, too. I'm excited for it. So Freaking bring in a good Riddler. Get all the villains together, Who's man. your favorite? Who's your Riddler? Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Crudup. <laughs> no. Oh, who am I? What's the guy's name that was the uh, the host of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, why can't I think of his name? I can pick Drew Carey. Drew Carey. <laughs> what, him as the, the Riddler? That's no, terrible. no. It would just, that hey, would be. Right now, we're going to do uh... If news dropped tomorrow that Drew Carey has been cast as the Riddler in Matt Reeves' new movie, <laughs> I would be like. like Whoa. Whoa. That is, that's something. <laughs> that's sure something. I'm not going to that. He could be, well, I was going to be like, no, he could Drew be the penguin. wouldn't be good at all. say he could yeah. be the penguin, but then it, it just like, seemed anything. like a low blow. Drew Carey shot. wouldn't be anything in a Batman movie. Uh, Maybe he, a cop? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> he could be God. Commissioner Gordon's sidekick. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you want as the, as the, the Riddler? I, I don't know, man. Jared Leto. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't... I don't know. Who's funny nowadays? Aziz Ansari? God. I feel like they're going to cast, like, Miles Teller or something, you know? 
Oh, it's going to end up gosh. being something like that. Is Miles Dude. Teller good? I don't know. He was great in Whiplash. He's great in it. Whiplash. He's great in Whiplash. What else is he in? Um, wasn't he in some baseball movie? He was or in the Fantastic Four thing. Yeah, he's in the Fantastic Four. There's another one that I'm missing here, though. The Fantastic Four and then Whiplash. Fantastic and, Four, uh, Small Amount of Peas. Oh, gosh. There's like a new one that I saw, though. Why can't I not think of it? War Dogs. That's the one. Oh, yeah. He's he was in good War in War Dogs. He was pretty was good fine. in War Dogs. Um, Project he's X. Okay. Remember Project yeah, X? I do remember. I liked Project X. I know. Talk actually. about a movie that you just. You don't like. You don't like. want to like. Yeah, I really, I do not want to like Project X, but I, I watch it. I don't want to tell anybody that I like Project X. I know. I watch it and I'm like, dang it. Daggone it, if this isn't as enjoyable, man. Yeah, because it's just funny. At kids. the end of the movie when his dad's like, how many people you think you had here? And he's like, what does he say? Like 1,500 or something like that? Yeah. Or even more than that. It might have been like a couple thousand. No, yeah. it's just a house. Then the dad give him like a nod like. Oh, yeah, his dad's just like, his dad's so pissed, but he's like, wow, that's crazy, dude. You're crazy. <laughs> you know, like, you can't help but be, like, somewhat proud that your son was able to throw a party that big. You know, anyway, let's move on from whatever this conversation I know, I had a few people over our living room when I was in high school, and I ended up having to kick everybody out because somebody was messing with the Christmas tree or something. Was that the one you know, where I broke I, up a fight? Well, don't tell mom that. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I came but home yes. and you were having a party and there was a fight going on in the living room and I yeah. broke it up. Nice. Sorry, bud. Uh, I ran with a rough crowd. Yeah, it's true. He did. Um, where were we? Oh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about our. Well, you know what? Let's John Goodman. Where's John Goodman at in his career during this movie? Because I feel like I mean, what's your favorite John Goodman role? What do you what do you think of when you think Pop, of John? Speed Racer. Pops Speed Racer. It's a good call. Um, I mean, it's my oh, you know what? Movie, he was Pacha so. in Emperor's New Groove, too. Oh, wow. Forgot about that. Man, dude, he has a lot. I mean, obviously. Kong, Skull Island. Yeah. Big Lebowski is the one that, I mean, that's, that's, that's like his best. That's oh. his best role. Creepy role, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Really good in 10 Cloverfield He's Lane. He's really good in that movie. Um, Curious George 3, Back to the Jungle. Um, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> yeah. Is this more more recent? Because I'm I'm going it. I'm looking at a big one. I think you no. can. It's an old old TV show made live action. What Roseanne? Right? No, 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 no. no. He was in Roseanne. Old TV show made into a live action film in the '90s, and it was very big for a moment. You can just tell me. Okay, it's the Flintstones. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. Flintstones. Yeah, that's a big role. Big fan, big fan of that one. That was interesting. Um, yeah, but right before this, I think he wasn't he wasn't doing a ton. He had just done Emperor's New Groove the year before. He was doing, dude. He works so much, so much. I mean, he I'm looking at like his filmography. Four or it's five ridiculous. things per year. Futurama. Now and again. What planet are you from? Oh, brother, where art thou? The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Coyote Ugly. Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Gosh, it's just like on and on and on and on and on. You gotta He's imagine that people are just. Well. Oh, dude, he's good in flight, too. Um, you got to imagine oh, that people yeah. are just giving him a call, like calling his agent, like, hey, do you think he's available? And the, he, his agent's he's just, just like, the most he'll, clutch. Make, he'll make time. He's just so clutch. <laughs> he can do it. He's, yeah. he's addicted to work. It's all he wants to do. But he'll do he's it. also like the king 
of side characters, right? He's very much like a character actor. He does great, does a great job of just playing. Um, yeah, you know, see, Flintstones. Third or fourth he was lead. the lead. He's the lead. Yeah. How good was the Flintstones? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. What's the guy? Rick Moranis. What's that guy's actual name? Oh, I don't know. Gosh, just wasn't so one bad. of the Baldwin brothers in no, that no. movie too. His name is Rick Moranis. Yeah, oh, nice. and his name and his name is Wayne Zelinsky in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. That's it. I was getting those mixed up. I like that guy. Me too. Big fan. Little Shop of Horrors, also Ghostbusters. He's great. Um, but uh, no, he does a um, John Goodman. He's great as your secondary character. You know, he's not the Always. lead in Big Lebowski. Always. He's the he's the supporting cast, and he does a great job in that. Uh, but this one, he's the lead. Wouldn't you think? Uh, him and Billy Crystal. They, are they're sure. They're about fifty percent. Who's listed first on IMDb? John Goodman. Is it? Yeah. And, no, it's Billy Crystal for me. So funny. Mine's John Goodman. We've experienced this before. Oh no, you're right. It is John Goodman. If you go to the Ooh. if you go to the drop down. Okay. And the winner is Way to go, John <laughs> Goodman. Um, Steve Buscemi though playing uh, Randall. Randall, pretty Ooh. good villain really good villain he has it's it's interesting because he can turn invisible you know the whole chameleon thing makes for some pretty good action near the end why does nobody else have a power like that like i don't see a single other monster that has something like that one of them like breathes fire yeah that's true they breathe fire fire. some of them have spikes that pop out some of them have wings and can fly soli's just a huge and big monster though yeah yeah no, He's but cuddly, I, though. He has such a good heart. I know. I love the invisibility thing, though. Hey, Jennifer Tilly, Celia. Oh, my gosh. What's she from? Liar, liar. That's right. She's great. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, also, Bonnie Hunt's in this as well. She's that girl at the beginning that is and, coaching everybody. And freaking Frank Oz as the assistant I to, know. Frank to Oz. Randall. Gosh. What a random thing for him to pop up in. He's always just random. Do you know he directed What About Bob? Yes. Gosh. Yeah. Frank the Oz. Puppet ref- the puppet, puppet reference in uh, What About Bob. It all Anna, makes sense now. Anna. Anna. No, that's Woo. so true. That's yeah. so true, dude. Gosh. Frank Oz. I love it. Well, I mean, great supporting cast. Also, He's a hero. I mean, if we're, if we're going through the actors here, um, James Coburn. James Coburn is a voice that I recognized and I just didn't really know why I recognized him. I was looking through his filmography and he's an older actor, popular in the 70s and 80s. Nothing that really like made an impact on me, but what he is in and it just blew me away. He is the head priest in Sister Act 2 back in the habit oh my goodness isn't that crazy he is because he is he is, he is in an iconic role for you and i not for a lot for, of people for us. Not but for, a lot for of people. us i can very much remember him in that movie and it's just so funny man that is hilarious sister act two rare example of a sequel that is better than the original what's the the catch line on sister act two back in back the, in the, the habit back in the back habit, in the habit. That's kind of dumb. What? Back in the habit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what they're going for there. You know, the thing that's successful about Sister Act 2, though, is that the first one's kind of like, oh, she's in the witness protection program and she's hiding yeah. out and all that stuff. And the second one, they're like, 
we don't really need to do this. You know, like we don't know how to make a sequel. Let's just bring the Whoopi character and some of those side characters in and <laughs> we'll have it be just the story of them like teaching high school, you know, inner a city high school, high school students. Yeah. And like wrangling them in to be better than they oh, are right now. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. That's, that scene is so good when that kid oh, hits the high note. It's, like nice. for, it's a full octave higher than that, though. It's a whistle. It's literally a Mariah Carey whistle. No, it's not. It's not yes, an octave it up. It's that note that you yes, just it hit. Is. He just hits it with force. No. No, it's not. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not. I'm going to have to look it up now. Oh, that movie is crazy. Um, Here, just give us a second. Let's look that up. Okay, we're looking it up. Told you. Oh, my gosh. I told you. Sing it, sing it, sing it. Sing it. <laughs> Wait, here's the end. I can't. I just can't. My voice. My voice. Oh my gosh, that that's that is a crazy moment in a movie, dude. Like, it's it's not even like that movie has no right being that good. <laughs> you know what I it's mean? It's so good. Like in that moment where um, what is she like? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is like. La 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 la, and then she goes hit it, and then they're like he told me how. Yeah, we that all is, know it. Okay, that is good. Monsters Inc. Okay, okay, back to uh, okay. Inc. So Soli wakes up. It's in the morning. Starts out with him. Well, it starts and- out. It starts out with the simulation of the guy trying to scare um yep. the little kid, and it's the simulation, and he gets scared. He leaves the door open, and they pretty much they give you like a lot of the plot in that one moment. You know. They're like, okay, this entire metropolis is run on the screens run of on little the children. Yeah, That's like the way that screams. we get power. And um, everybody believes that children are like poisonous to us. That yep. they yep. like if we come in contact. They also know that infected. humans are getting more violent and not as scared and yeah, that's what's children causing the power outages and stuff children are not as easily scared because of we would assume movies and things that they're uh you know seeing on a all more that stuff regular... made me more scared what do you mean oh like I seeing mean, movies that had horrifying yeah, back in the day in there weren't mon- there weren't you know very visual movies about monsters and jeepers creepers and did you have what's what's your monster that scared you the most other than Ernest scared stupid i mean i know we've seen that like multiple that's a tough one um you mentioned jeepers creepers jeepers creepers scared the crap out of me. jeepers creepers scared the crap out of me honestly i think the hook guy from i know what you did last summer yeah that was rough he wasn't a monster but i just think he he messed with my mind when i was young Uh always just expecting a hook to come out of nowhere yeah, I mean, you never know. Leprechaun, Leprechaun was freaky. Chucky Leprechaun was, was freaky. Chucky was freaky. The alien from Alien was freaky to me. There's a lot of stuff that scared me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, well. 
where were we in the plot here? Oh yeah. So, uh, Sully is waking. Oh no. Cause that's the thing is that Mr. Waternoose goes, we need good scares or something like that. He's done, you know, he's given like a pump up speech to these new yeah. recruits and he's like, we need scares like James T Sullivan. And then it switches and it cha- shows Sully and he's sleeping. And then the alarm clock goes off and you have good morning. <laughs> Billy Crystal doing his little monologue. And he's like, and get that flap over the bed. It's great. I love it is Billy great. Crystal's little intro there. And you get to see the dynamic, like, you know, the, the dynamic between, the between two these two characters. You know, they're working out. He's coaching him in the morning. And you see that Sully is, like, the top scarer. And Wazowski is the one that, like, pretty much does everything else for him to yep. make sure he's yep. in the best situation possible to scare. And he's so, the trainer. <laughs> yeah. And then it shows, I, I think the commercial scene is very funny at the beginning. And that's, like, one of the funniest bits in the movie. When, yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, yeah, it does it twice, and it shows the whole commercial. Oh, and this is my commercial. It was Wazowski's freaking out because he's so excited that he's going to be in it, and then the Little Monsters Inc. symbol just comes right over him, and it shows him for like yeah. a second. Yeah, <laughs> he's and like, he's like, oh my oh gosh. gosh, I was on TV. That is like family's calling him too. He's like, I know. Did you see it? Well, it's Sully's family. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sully's mom calls and he's like, I know. I just saw it. Wasn't I great? <laughs> <laughs> when like Sully had like speaking lines and the everything. Main thing. Too. So funny. Oh, man. So what else? What's, yeah. What's up? <laughs> Do you want me to? I don't know what's going on. Okay. Um. But then they head off to work, and I really like the walk on their way to work because you get a good feel for, is it Monstropolis? Is the city named Monstropolis? I think so. And it looks kind of, it looks basically like New, New York City, you New know, except for, you know, they open up the door and like, there's a small door for Mike Wazowski, and then there's I a big door that. for Sully. Then there's and an even smaller one for another guy who's like, all right, love you, honey. Yo, yeah, yeah. The little a great day. The mini family away. coming out. That yeah. one's that part's cute. Um I think I like mini things. You like you're a little guy. You like little things. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, you're a little guy. He's a, he's a he's I just like little things. Big that's why you like Bugs Life so much. You like Stuart Little. Uh, honey, was we shrunk the kids. Movie. Hate Honey, Stuart I blew Little. up the kid though. <laughs> Bad I don't sequel. like that either, dude. Yeah, I haven't seen terrible. Honey, I blew up the kid for so long. I never watched that one. I've watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. I've seen that one. And Honey, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves is pretty good. There's like the potassium moment. Gosh, where, like, the kids, man, I knew you were gonna say the that. The kid freaking needs a banana, <laughs> and the parents are like, "Get a banana! Get him the banana!" The older you know, sister shows that she does care about her brother because she realizes that it's in, a touching moment. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. It seems like it was filmed in the same house as Three Ninjas. Kind of. Mm, I don't know if I see it, bud. Sorry. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> Dude. Oh, gosh. What about Flubber? Same house as Flubber. I can't even <laughs> remember anything about Flubber other than the fact really? that Robin Williams is in it and it had a white cover with like a little guy, a little green Flubber guy. Um, yeah. I ah, went and saw it. topic this time. That's the worst, though, is that dad was going to take me to see Starship Troopers in theaters. And I was so excited to go see it in theaters. And it was no longer playing. Like he had read the newspaper for like the week before or something. Oh, back then no. you could look it up online or maybe you could. But you'd either call in or you'd see so the movie. So then you times. had to go to Honey We I blew up the kid? No, 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 no. We went and saw Flubber. Uh, which is even worse. I went with you. I went with you. <laughs> you were with us? 
I was with you. I saw Flubber in theaters, and I don't think I would have gone with anybody else. Dude, I don't know, man, because that would have mean... Sucked. That would mean... Because when did Starship Troopers come out? 1997? Yeah. That would mean you were six, and Dad was going to take you to Starship Troopers. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's plausible. Yeah, it's actually... I watched it when I was seven. I No, yeah, totally. Regardless. You watch that sort of stuff at home all the time, so why not? <laughs> We were. We were exposed to a lot when we were very little. And I think that But all that stuff didn't scare me. What scared me was the Ernest Scared Stupid Monster or the janitor from the Boy Meets World Halloween special. Yeah, exactly. With the, keys. the stuff on like, the Disney Channel scared you anyway. So yeah. it's not like anything else was gonna like really affect you terribly. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> anyway. You, anyway, all this freaking monster and killing talk. Well, <laughs> Honey, I know, I yeah, gosh. The kids. Let's get to the so, sister act. <laughs> yeah. Um one other thing that's really great is the giant guy on the side of the sidewalk yeah. that they walk up to and I can't. See, he's walking too. Well, he takes five steps and he's there. Yeah. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. No, he line. has a lot of good stuff in this. But then they get to Monsters Incorporated, and it looks very much like a big factory, right? Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Looks looks like a real factory. Giant. And the behind the scenes, they were talking a lot about how they really wanted to make that look like just like a real working factory. You know, it's like yeah. you go in there and you have a whole power plant and like, you know, there's various different jobs that people are doing. And then there's the scare floor. And I kind of like the idea that you know it's there's all these moving parts that are contributing to them being able to power the entire city but at the end of the day it's like this elite group of monsters that are the cream yeah. of the crop the creme yeah, like de la 15 creme, guys right and they are just the scarers and that's yeah. what they do and they bring I in I love when they walk out and it's like is it like dun 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 no, I don't think it does that No I remember it, it doing that it. but it doesn't it's just like Maybe normal. it was in the trailer something i think it was actually i think it was yeah. there was dun 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 wasn't it chariots oh, of fire one. no that's chariots of fire i was thinking it was dun, dun, no it's not 2001 i mean hey i don't know i it could be i i can't remember i have no idea yeah yeah i just wanted to sing it for the sake of singing it Got um it. right yeah but yeah they, they get to the scare floor you kind of see how it's all working you uh, meet the main you also get to meet you get to meet Celia and yeah. you see that Mike Wazowski has a girlfriend. And I like that his him and his girlfriend like he's like obsessed with her. He loves her, you know, in any other movie, it would just be like, you know, I feel like a lot of movies would take this moment to have like her be just kind of like, you know, like he's just dating this. I love like, interest or something or whatever, like that. You know? But no, but they're like, like together. They're like a very nice little couple, you know, and they, I just don't really get how it worked. What do you mean? Oh, because he's yeah, I get it. I mean, he's naked the whole time. You don't see. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> it's a kid's movie. They're asking you to go along with these I things. Know, Everybody's yeah. walking around yeah. no clothes on. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these monsters. But either way, they're, I mean, what are Woody and Bo Peep doing? Who knows? Uh, they just, I don't know, know. romantically involved. We forgot others. to talk about that on, that on Toy Story 2. Bo Peep completely, like, is all out for Woody now. She kind of always was. She does the thing at the end of Toy Story 1. That's I know like, my moving buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I know. I know. But still felt like they were a couple. And yeah. doesn't she gets discarded in the third one? She's back in the fourth. I've seen it in the trailer. Yeah. I think that she's been living like by her. She's been living on her own. And that's where Woody's going to be like, oh, wow, you can just live your life and like do whatever you want. I don't have to be a toy. 
Yeah. I'm excited for Toy Story 4. Um, but they get to the scare floor and you see them actually scaring and there's the whole scare contest too. And you get to see Randall, uh, very fun, very good. And Sully kind of duke it out. Sully's about to win the, the world record or whatever. Yeah. You know, you see the numbers go up and you know, then Sully, you know, Randall goes up and then Sully comes out and you see the number just jump way up and he's like, sleep over. That's very fun. Right. But I do kind of agree with you. This movie is very much setting up the world. And I don't know when Boo comes in. Probably like 25, 30 minutes in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Solid half hour. It's fairly quick. Yeah, it seems fairly quick, but it definitely takes longer than... Well, it's right after that because they're talking about the points and stuff. And so then they go and Mike has to go to dinner um with celia and so then it's like go turn to my paperwork solely you know go do all this stuff and then he goes and the door is sitting there and because roz what the roz comes out who is also played by bob peterson who is a writer for pixar and he does oh wow he does a lot of work actually he's like one of the main guys for pixar but he does the voice of roz and he also does the voice of um the manta ray in finding nemo uh, oh so, okay yeah key player um but Roz, great character very funny a lot of people mike wazowski you know that whole thing that people really took that away. people like that i just don't like the look of her i have a hard time looking at her i think it's funny i i like her um part of the part of the bit is that uh the in the outtake reel they have she does a couple funny things like you remember when she like will pop up in random scenes and be like, "Oh yeah, Hello. yeah." yeah. Like, and I think that that added to how funny she is as a character. And so then yeah. on rewatches, it makes her more lovable, you know. Yeah. But I, mean, I get that. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, Mike forgets his stuff right. and he's got to go out with uh, Celia. And so then Sully goes back to the scare room and there's a door just sitting there. And he opens it up, and then he goes in, and Boo gets out, and he is stuck with this little kid that he can't get rid and of. And it's now. funny, and she keeps just running around, and because then the door disappears too, and, yep. right? And so he's just stuck with this little girl, and that's and we just saw twenty three nineteen and how people react. So you can see, you know, twenty three nineteen. Did they already we do that on shaved. that guy in that yeah. first scare floor scene? So you've already seen how intense. That pro that that process is so solely obviously is like oh gosh, he I, has to hide her and I do he has all that stuff. I think too. the twenty three nineteen scene is so funny though. The way that guy walks oh, so out good. and he's just so feeling good and confident and walking away all happy. <laughs> There's just a little kid's sock on his back and he just gets twenty three nineteen. Those guys freak out and freaking you know put the little thing over it and explodes yeah. it. So funny. Uh, also, I do have to shout out those two uh, really nerdy, like custodial oh! guys. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "You're gonna ruin his focus." I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Those yeah, guys. I those like guys cracked me up as well. Um, yeah. But what do you think of Boo? And she's absolutely adorable. Yeah, she's absolutely adorable. She might be the cutest little girl that's ever existed, like ever. in film. It's crazy. It's crazy. And this girl, Mary Gibbs, does the voice of her. And I think she was like four or five when she was doing this. Uh, Boo is supposed to be three. Um, but, man, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Such yeah, a- that little girl looks nothing like Boo. No, no, she doesn't look very much like her at all. 
Um, He's actually kind of scary looking. <laughs> I was watching an interview with uh, I was watching an interview with Billy Crystal, and he's sitting there talking about that girl playing Boo, and he's like, I mean, she kind of stole the show, and it's you know part of you wants to be happy for her, but the other part of you is you're giving everything you have into this role. And <laughs> this little kid comes in and just starts talking goo goo gaga, and everybody loves it. <laughs> so, it's so funny, man. Like he oh. comes in, and starts saying whatever, and everybody's. Delighted. Yeah. Billy she Chris- does say a lot of funny stuff. She doesn't actually really make words. Like, she starts saying, like, Mike Wazowski and Kitty and stuff. But for the first little bit, like, maybe she says Kitty, but mostly she's just like, Well, that's, she's in that stage in a child's life, right? Where they know some individual words. They can't really speak in full sentences. They just, like, they, they understand kind of how to communicate. They can point, yeah. they can say some things, but they don't really have... And they're understanding how conversations kind of work. Right. Like if somebody talks to you, then you'll be like, oh, oh Yeah, oh. yeah, and it's, it's yeah. very, you know, and, it, and I think that that's the way to go, right? Because if Boo could talk, the movie's very much different. Oh, it's totally like, different. this is the perfect age for her to just have, like, a little bit of a way to communicate with the monsters that she's interacting with. Um, also... I just want to talk. I, Billy Crystal. Do you do you have yeah. much like uh knowledge of Billy Crystal before Liar. this movie? Liar. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, not that's listening. That's the big one. Princess Bride is is really big. For for me, I mean, I really don't I think that Billy Crystal was kind of a generation before us. I think he was before my time. He was yeah, he definitely. He was before my time as well. I've gone back and watched him host the Oscars. And he absolutely destroys at the Oscars. It's incredible. Yeah. He's, he's definitely the best Oscar host. Uh, I mean, Ellen does a great job as well. If you watch her old, uh, her old monologues. Um, but when Harry met Sally is apparently one of those classic movies I've seen at once. Ricky Gervais and freaking golden globes. Oh, when he like dogs on Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's very funny. Uh, City Slickers analyzed this. Some good ones. But anyway, I just wanted to note Billy. The Bernie Mac show. We didn't talk about Billy Crystal as much as I thought we should have. So we should at least note. uh, And he's incredible, man. And he's one of, he's, you know, regarded as one of the best uh, funny guys of Hollywood of all time. Right. Um, And I'm sure I've never seen his stand up. I've only seen his Oscar monologues, but he's freaking very funny. So good job, Billy. But as soon as Boo comes into this movie, man. Like I said, everything just goes into hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. It gets funny, and then you go to the sushi restaurant or whatever. He takes her, kind of ruins the date, and then she gets out, and it's just absolute pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, put like a whole like force field over the area and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The what is it? The child. Pro- it's the child. Something agency. Child. I don't know. De- Protection agency, CDA, something. Yeah, I think I think that's it. The CDA, child detection CDA. agency. Um, but anyway, they come in and they just like are running amok. But I do love that part where like Boo is kind of she's like in that bag and stuff, and Sully brings her in, and Mike Wazowski's like slowly grasping like what's happening, and he's like, oh my gosh, and then the child gets loose, and the little girl looks at a group of monsters, and she just goes, boo, <laughs> and like and they just all goes, just <gasps> freak out, and that's. Yeah. That's the funniest part of the movie, right? Is that like, I mean, that's like the best, like the monsters that scare this little kid. She is sitting there scaring all of them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're the, really afraid of the kids. It's like the way that these monsters like run their entire city is the fact that they scare children. But in fact, they're terrified of those same children. And it's it's a good it's a good bit, man. It's very it's very well played. So um, but then they well bring, played, my lord. They bring her back to the apartment. And I think that there are some very funny. This is little this moments. is. Yeah, this is great, especially. Well, all the living room stuff I love but especially the him putting her to bed thing is like, that's when my heartstrings kind of tugged a little bit for the first time in this movie, I guess Mm -hmm. today I was like, Oh man. Well, and you also have like little moments in there where like he's starting to figure out, like, I don't think she's dangerous, dude, you know? And Mike Wazowski's trying to freaking out, trying to figure out what to do. And, but they, she's drawing, right. And they're throwing her the treats. And she, I love that when she's sitting there Ah. drawing and she's like, Ah, <laughs> looks up. Yeah. And he just immediately throws her a little thing. And then she shows a picture of him holding her hand. And that's when Sully's like, I don't know if this little girl's dangerous, dude. Yeah, he's like, I don't I think she's actually getting sleepy. Yeah. And then what the heck? Oh my gosh. The way that she just immediately falls asleep is so cute. Too. I know. It's like a little kid. Well, and there's also the score, Randy Newman. He's back at it again. Randy Newman does the first four Pixar films. And it's crazy. That the theme goes dun 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 and it's usually played on a single violin. It's it's so beautiful. It's so good. Whoever's playing that violin, oh my gosh. And I thank you think I think that this got an Academy Award. Oh, it was Oscar winner for best. Best music and original, yeah. Best music and original song. One of both. No, no, no. It was a nominee. It didn't win best. It didn't bet, win best score, but it won best song. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I. Uh, she's just so darn cute. It's too much. She she looks like she would grow up to be Trixie. Yeah, Speed Racer, kind of. I get that. I feel that because Christina Ricci and Speed Racer is probably biggest crush of all time for me. Really? It's weird. See, it's I'd weird. go Casper. I'm just... just kidding. Uh-uh. What? You're sick. <laughs> hey, she was like my age in Casper. I think me and Christina Reacher are probably Not the anymore. same age. Like... See, yeah, you'd go Casper. I'd go Adam's family. Oh, yeah. She is great as Wednesday Adams. She's very good she in is. that. And Adam's family, too. That movie's actually just really good. Oh, man. She's a solid eight years older than me. Shoot. She's eight years older than you? She's 39. No! <laughs> this ruins everything. Sorry, she's like 12 I'd, years older than you. I'll still... I mean, if she ever wanted to get dinner or something, let it be known here on the podcast. <laughs> the digs would be... Uh, yep. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, moving past Christina Ritchie. Uh so they know. go, they have to yeah, get rid of Boo, right? So they're like, we need yep. to return her back to her home. And once they return back to Monsters, Inc., this movie doesn't leave Monsters, Inc. again. Well, kind of. They well, c- it goes to different Welcome bedrooms. to the Himalayas! Hey, they, they go to the Himalayas for a second. But no, you're right. They do, they do stay within the confines of Monsters, Inc. And man, it's so good. Like them trying to sneak her in and Mr. Waternoose like comes by and, you know, she like runs up and he holds her for a little bit. Like that scene's really cute. Um, but don't they, do they go, they, do they go straight into the scare floor? 
And because Mike no, they Wazowski, go to the locker room first, and then Mike Wazowski has to go steal the key. So then he's in the bathroom with her. Oh, she has to go to the bathroom. That's the scene. Yeah, where he's sitting there like playing with her in the bathroom. And yeah, and he's like, "Dang, you're actually pretty good." Yeah, and then well, that, she is. No, yeah, she's crafty. Yeah, she's actually scaring him, and she's good at disappearing for a little second there. And oh man, cute scene. And then Mike's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just so yeah. annoyed, like, that he's sitting there playing with this kid in the bathroom while he's working so hard to get her door. But then Mike Wazowski... Randall comes in. And then Randall comes in, and they all hide in the stall together. And he goes invisible for, like, a second and uh-huh. bursts open the first door and then just keeps going from there. It's like, honestly, didn't really even need to go invisible. But Probably didn't need to go invisible. The Almost all the times that he goes invisible, other than, like, the time where he beats Sully up. Yeah. Are kind of unnecessary. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Mike Wazowski cannot get the key from Roz. And so uh-huh. he steals one on the way. Kind of a shady move, but he doesn't care about this kid yet. He just sees it Not as something all. that he's got to get rid of. Right. Just put her in a random door, let her go, whatever. Over. Yeah, absolutely. So when they get in there, he just pulls a random door and Sully's like, this isn't our door. That's not the right door. That's not, no, that's not. We're not going to do that. That's not okay. And so then they then they leave because Randall comes in, and that's when the whole plot starts to unfold. Right? Is that he goes? Mm-hmm. Now what happens in the middle here? There's something that happens before Randall actually gives them the door. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So after this, Boo gets away. Basically, is the point of what happens here. Boo escapes. So they go looking for her, and Sully is mainly looking for her, and then Mike Wazowski kind of loses them and ends up meeting up with Randall. I think they and split Randall, up to look for her or something like yeah. that. And so, yeah. yeah, Mike is talking to Randall. And Randall has, like, the whole, like, confrontation moment of, which is pretty, Steve Buscemi does pretty well. Oh, no, he's great. He's very adversarial, he's for sure. Hey, John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, Big Lebowski. Actually, that was just, something that I was going to bring up earlier, is that John Goodman was really pushing um, for Steve Buscemi to be cast. He was like, you guys should hire this guy, you know, and I think it's because of their relationship um, yeah. from Big Lebowski. So, boom, there you go. To the sands of Oahu. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie died Nam young, Walter. like so many men of his, of his generation. Um, but also in that scene, you or in that little sequence there, you do get Boo running around with all the little kids, and that part's very cute. She starts talking to him, she's like, and they're like, and then they're all chanting Mike Wazowski. So funny, so good. And then when he shows up, he's just like, he's all, okay, that's happening, yeah. Um, and Boo does fake die, and that's oh, he like sees her going to the trash compactor. And Sully's reaction is very funny, but also sweet because raw. he just like cannot believe he just watched. It's very raw die. at the end. Like during it, it's kind of a comic bit of like, cause you know, she's not dead, right? But he's like fainting and fainting. But then at the very end, when he gets the big trash cube, it's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. This little girl was just completely annihilated. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, f- which is scary. No, it's horrible, man. I was thinking that during that scene, I was like, gosh, this would just be terrifying to see, you know, like for him, like he really thinks that's happening. Be so messed up. But, yeah. um, but so then Randall makes the deal and he's going to give them the door. And I love that scene where Mike, he's like, I don't, I don't like it. Sully's like, I don't, I don't like this. And Mike Wazowski walks in there and he's like, look, 
nothing's going to happen. And he walks in, he jumps on the door and immediately gets bagged by Randall. Yeah. So funny. Oh, gosh. It's just hilarious. So, yeah, Randall takes him captive on accident. Yeah. And right? then Mike gets put into the little, what is it, the scream extractor is the, yeah. the machine. And him trying to talk his way out of that. Also, some great Billy Crystal handiwork there. Um, Listen here, you Crichton or whatever. He's like, first of all, it's Crichton. He says Crichton, and he's Cretin. like, "You're gonna say it's Crichton. You're gonna insult me. Do it properly or something." Yeah, um, I like that line. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, but then doesn't Sully shows up and saves him, and then they escape, and they pretty much go straight to Mister Waternoose, right? Yeah, they just like yep. go straight see, to him. Yeah, they, they, this is the scene I was talking yeah, about. You go ahead. They go and Waternoose isn't even listening to anything they're saying. He's like, "No, no, no. We have this situation." And he's like, no, 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 scare, scare. You got to see, you know, show him, do show it. him how it's done. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm here. <laughs> Come on, me. do it. Scare I'm me. Here. Do it. Scream. Um, and so, yeah, the little girl, Boo, creeps up. And I, this, oh, man, this scene kind of kills me a little bit because it's so unfortunate. These darn Pixar films, they do this to you. Mm-hmm. It's the worst, worst luck to have. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just classic, you know, like, a parent has the kid in the room that sees something that they didn't want him to see. You know, uh-huh. like when, you know, it, if you had a kid or something and you're like, the one moment you stub your toe and you say the F word and your kid's sitting there in the room. Yeah, dad hit his hand with a hammer right next to me when I was young and he said the F word. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. That's when dad started to, because dad was, he never swore around us. Never, Except for when he never. was really frustrated or angry, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh no. Well, like most of us, you know, I try to have a pretty good mouth on me, but if something, oh, yeah. something happens, especially a stub toe. Oh, yeah, man. The only reaction for a stub toe is the F word. I mean, that's or just something. <laughs> like the first thing. I don't go, shoot! Ah, uh, oh, shucks, that really hurt. Ow! <laughs> no, I'll say what has to be said. All right, anyway, um... Scream Extractor, Water Noose, Scares Girl, very touching scene. Water Noose tricks them. Well, so they report this whole thing, and they, they're like, yeah, Randall's trying to do this whole thing, and like he's you know, abducted this little girl, and we don't think that the kids are actually uh, you know, poisonous to us or whatever. And, um, he, and Water Noose is like, okay, yeah, I'll take care of this Good whole work, situation. Guys. Yeah. yeah. And he grabs a little girl and he's got holding her. And then he brings the door and iron door. Yeah. And Sully's like, that's not her door. And he's like, it's not for her. It's for you. And then, and then Randall, Randall shows up, opens the door, boom, pushed in. You're in the Himalayas. Welcome to the Himalayas. Welcome to the Himalayas. It's John Ratzenberger making his yeah. appearance as he does in every single Pixar film. In all of them. He's, He's great. great. Love, love this little role that the, uh, you know, that a Yeti. What does he say? What does he say? Abominable snowman. What's that line? And they call me abominable. Or I, I don't know what he's talking about. He's like, I can't remember. I, didn't like I had a buddy, Bigfoot. <laughs> Something I don't know. I wish I could remember all the dialogue. <laughs> this is one of the this Monsters Inc. I've seen like three or four times. Tops I haven't seen it. Life. Yeah, this is probably my third or fourth. It's probably maybe. the least watched Pixar movie as far, yep. <laughs> as far as these first five go. You know, like maybe Toy Story two, um, but Toy Story, Bugs Life, and Finding Nemo, I had seen a lot 
And it was kind of nice watching this one because I was like, man, I really just don't remember a lot of this. Yeah, good refresher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really nice. And this, I mean, this came out, what did we say, in 2000? Yeah, something like that. It was like, yeah. 2001. 2001, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was kind of past the point for me to be watching animated movies. Um, you know, I think I had a small phase where I was like too cool. But I definitely did. I think we watched this one in school at some point. Like a teacher just turned this on because they. Yeah, didn't we may have to. Um, but so, I mean, but they go to the Himalayas and they're stuck out there. And, you know, Don Ratzenberger's doing his thing. It's a fun scene. He's got the yellow snow cones. They're lemon. Don't worry. You know, they make a. It's not pee pee. In the snow cone joke. Um, but then they're thinking that they have to live in this environment and Sully sees the sled and he's like, I got to get out of this. All right. We got, there's a town nearby, but then they have, you know, there's a really heartfelt moment between the two of them because Uh he says like, what about something? And he's like, it doesn't matter anymore. And he's just so focused on the problem with this girl that like nothing else matters, which kind of seems like the right thing to be doing. But yeah, Mike Wazowski yeah. has an interesting little speech there. And I like it, you know, because it's clear that his partner like got him into all of this and he doesn't really have any regard for the fact like, you know, that everything that's happened is happening because Sully did this. Right. Uh huh. But it's still the I mean, the Water Noose and Randall are just the bad guys. So you got to get back there. They are. No, they're the, they're the clear villains. Yeah. Sully goes back, though, and he goes back. Okay, so, like, they're in the Himalayas, and so they just go to some random town, and he happens to find a door that is just accessible because he goes and he sees... Very lucky. He sees I the see, lights I find just all that going stuff very off. Convenient. And that yeah. was way too convenient for me, too, man. I was like, okay, like, let's, let's break down the world that they're in, right? Monsters, Inc. has doors that light up, and they just are suddenly accessing, like, a parallel universe which is the universe that we live in and then they have monstropolis which can somehow connect to us and somehow of like the seven billion people on the planet at this in in 2000 i don't know what the population was whatever you know billions of people this random town in the himalayas has a random door that happens to have a light on at the time well because he walks down and he sees kids getting scared and lights turning on and it's just like (laughs) You're asking me to go along, go along on this, guys. And See, like, I'm in the fine whole with ending it. scene, the whole ending scene with all the doors hanging and them like going through doors, finding a different house and going through another one. And then they're like closer kind of to the door. You know, it's all just a little whoozy whatsy. I'm not like I'm not buying it. And that that's what I was saying when I you know did my general thoughts. It's not that I don't like this movie. There's just. Sometimes in this movie, there's not enough for me to like grab hold of unless it's Boo. I feel like Boo is the thing in this movie that carries you through the entire thing because she's so gosh darn adorable Mm. and you feel for her so much and solely in that relationship and that connection that carries you all the way through. And luckily they had that and did it well well enough. And I think that I think that the relationship it's why Monsters University isn't. No, yeah, not that great. Not great. We went to that. We went to see that together. The um, kids are getting restless. Yeah, gosh, I think we've told that story in the podcast before uh-huh. too. Um, but the I think that the the movie breaks down into two things that are insanely great about it. Right, is the relationship between John Goodman and Boo, like Sully yep. and Boo. That that tugs on the heartstrings a lot. 
and then the comedy of Billy Crystal, right? Those are the two things that perpetuate the plot and just keep you really invested. And I think that it's a very strong movie. But, I mean, as far as the Billy Crystal stuff goes, it's like, I could just read all the lines <laughs> that he says because exactly. it's all hysterical, yeah. but it's just like, it's, all hilarious. it's not that, in, you know. You don't have don't, to talk about it forever. Yeah. And then the whole convenience of, okay, so Sully gets back and um, has the fight with Randall. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and they fight. And um, it, that's actually really tight. Randall goes in and out of Invisible and starts kicking the crap out of him. Because um, he's about to do that to Boo. He's the scream extractor on Boo. Yeah. Which we should talk yeah. like this. Oh, it's so sad. Think, okay, yeah. think about this. This is the like the plot of like this is the the maniacal scheme that Randall and Mr. Waternews have is that they have a machine that is going to suck the screams out of this adorable little three-year-old girl. And like you Terrible. see, they are monsters. You see how scared Wazowski is of it. And then it happens to, what's the guy's name? Fungus. The guy that Frank Oz plays. Yeah, it's fungus. That's Frank Oz. And yeah. he look. it looks like it was horrible. His lips are all I huge. Know, that part's funny. That, that part is very cute. But man, I just can't even imagine. Like, how could you subject anybody to that? That is so sick. It's terrible. Scary. It's messed up. Yeah. But they're messed up guys, and they both look messed up too. Mr. To Waternoose is booze? gross. I know. Well, Mr. I mean, let's look. Mr. Waternoose is a freaking like. How many legs has he got? Is it eight? He's like a weird spider crab. Yeah, he's crab. That's it. He's got the crab legs, and the then crab legs a weird, with like a weird. He kind of looks like the baby well, from dinosaurs. Don't you think? It does. Kinda yeah, looks like the baby from dinosaurs. I think, or kind of like the little baby Grinch, not the not the middle, not the little kid Grinch, but the little baby. Right. Santa goes bye 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 bye. Um, you know, Wazowski's got a great design on him too. He does. The giant, just having yeah. a big eye, big one eye. So funny. Yeah, the big contact lens that he puts in. Yeah. Just the one contact lens. That is lens. good. I mean, all the characters are drawn. Also, Sully, um, I just have to, when they're talking about the uh, process of animating this film, like getting the hair on Sully to look good was so difficult. Oh, they I'd spent imagine. so much time on it because, like, it's one thing to just animate that and make it look nice, but when he's moving, they really wanted to animate it so that his fur, his all of his hair would react to the like his hair would react to the movement that he was doing. So when he's running, his hair is actually bouncing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, man. It, it has would, to go well. It yeah. Would have been it has to look real. It would have been so hard to figure that out. But I mean, that's another that's another thing that we were talking about on the Toy Story 2 podcast is that that movie looks considerably better. Right. It just starts looking real nice. This movie, though, is taking it to another level. And I think that that's why I find Pixar so great is because we really see the best of animation really come uh, to fruition, right? Because this movie looks even better than Toy Story 2 does. Yep. And I mean... And, and they're figuring out how to animate humans really well now. I mean, Boo looks so Yeah, they're great. starting to get the humans All the down. kids. Yeah. Yep. Well, and that's why, you know, you get past this one and it's like boo looks good everything looks good and then you get into finding nemo and they talked a lot humans look good they talked a lot in monsters inc how you know not only the the hair was really difficult to animate um but the lighting that they they used on it made it look so real 
And so when you add like all those components of the animation, it just suddenly creates a world that is really vibrant and looks really real, real looks really real yeah. and the colors really come through. And then Finding Nemo, they did the same thing. And then we talk about Boo and like the dentist and how, you know, they're starting to look better as humans. Um, and then you get something like The Incredibles. Where Incredibles. Brad Bird does it. It's actually a good movie with animated uh-huh. humans and they don't look like little demons like they did in the first toy story yeah <laughs> they're so scary um but anyway yeah it's fantastic oh man where were we before i went on that giant animation yeah, they're rant? fighting and I, w- I was gonna say mike wazowski walks up while they're fighting and it's really funny oh he's, like man. apologizing i'm being attacked i'm not attacking you <laughs> i'm not attacking you i'm just saying it. it's just you know blah blah, blah. i love that too i love but, that yeah, I just don't understand how Mike got back. I don't understand how Mike got back either. Unless I missed something, but I didn't. He it never it doesn't show him. I don't think him. I missed anything. Did him and the snowman do something or maybe it could have been. I I don't know, man. I have no idea. He just I have no idea. He suddenly kind of seems like he just suddenly walks right up, but it said it was going to be a 3-day hike to the town and he didn't come with. Yeah. So I had to have sledded. Yeah. It's it's going to be a mystery to us, pal. I don't think we're ever going to find out. But And Again, that's, you know, unfortunately, because I do love this movie, and I think this movie is fantastic, and I know it's a kid's movie, and we shouldn't have to analyze the plot so deeply, but we're talking about this movie for like an hour and a half. I kind of have to. I just don't think that the whole idea in the second, and like maybe the third act, of Mike being able to come back, Sully being able to come back, and then when they're on the doors and they're coming in through the worlds, uh, yeah, going in and doors, out. I just don't running think... over to other houses and then popping out like even closer to Boo's door, like it's like strategic. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it's really cool looking, and it's it's a really, great set piece. It's really great fun set piece. It just doesn't. Oh, make the sense. roller coaster, you know, yeah, flying around. Yeah. Uh, it, I like it. It's fun. It's fun. It doesn't make. Well, no, 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 no. Actually, we're wrong. No, we're wrong. <laughs> because they turn every door on. Yeah, with her laughter. At the end. So that does make sense. They have every door on, and so they're but running through each. But if there's billions of doors, why are they all getting closer to booze, and they're all, like, right in the same vicinity? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that that's just, like... I think what they, I was thinking was, like... Because what does a billion doors all look the, like? You know? A lot. There would be a lot. But all, yeah, there'd be a lot. All the doors, maybe, like the door in Paris, if you go to a door next to it that's in Paris or the next door, maybe they're kind of close to each other, relatively. Maybe not, Maybe though. it's in some sort of order, or maybe it's not at maybe all. Maybe they're sorted by age. Yeah. You know? I don't know, but they... There'd be way, no way of knowing. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, though, also... That if you're going to do that, if you're going to turn all those doors on, kids are going to be just running through. Billions. Yeah. I mean, how many thousands of kids are going to be opening their closet and see like a drop off? Yeah. They're like, oh, wow, (laughs) there's a warehouse here. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, oh, my door, my door opens me to a warehouse in another world. This is crazy. This is crazy. That would have happened. I'm going to explore. That would have happened to at least a thousand kids within that like five minute sequence. You know what I mean? So there's a, yeah. I mean, a million kids probably going to do. What are you going to do? do? I don't know. We're breaking it down too much, but it's still, hey, hey, these are the questions. Um, These are the things. But they go, I mean, 
that that part where Sully is getting attacked by Randall is very cool and good speech by Mike. And he throws the snowball, which clues him into Randall and Sully beats him up. Right. And did they get rid of Randall right there? So, yeah, this is when this is when they get rid of Randall because the other guy's like trapped. Water noose is trapped. And then they have the whole dialogue thing where they get him in the scare room. Well, yeah, yeah. The, but they did. Does, but they get rid of Randall the, when they get rid of Randall, whenever the heck it is. They freaking gosh, I can't remember if it's through, before or push after him through that a door, push him through a door and it's in a trailer. And the kid's like, Mom, one of the gators got in again. And then it just shows a lady beating him with a shovel. It's awful. They cooked and ate Randall. Guarantee it. <laughs> That's so messed up. I mean, they killed him, I'm sure. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. They would have. I know. They would have killed they, him. That's the thing. Is like not Dad to make gotten home judgments, with a shotgun, man. Not to make judgments, but looking at the house, the accent, what was going on there, I mean, it just seems like that. Well, m- just looking at the lady beating him with a shovel. That's about as no- much proof as i need yeah no to totally well exactly like all of that combined it's like this lady you know like dad the thing got and it's like well they might have beaten that gator to death if a gator made it into my house i might beat it to death he probably turned invisible mm, you think mm-hmm. yeah i mean why wouldn't he she probably beat him and then he faked like he was asleep and then he just goes invisible and freaking darts yeah, he's probably going to... Finds another door. He'll probably be back. Gets back in. I mean, it's apparently very easy to get back in, so... Well, Why yeah, you? extremely easy. Yeah. Going back, it's easy. Come on, come on back, bud. Come on, there's kids coming, there's everybody <laughs> coming, the doors are open. <laughs> yeah, just Five minutes. Come on in. Um, But they do, they get rid of him, and then they set Waternoose up, right? Uh-huh. Be, like, he goes... I'd kidnap a thousand kids if I could. Just a blah, blah, blah. He's, he says, then, I would kidnap a thousand children to keep this company alive. Yeah. And that's and also, we should talk about Waternoose. Uh, third generation. Waternoose, whatever his first name is. His family. Waternoose the third. That, it's Mr. That Mr. Waternoose. Well, it, his first name's not Mr., is it? Yeah. Oh. M-I-S-T-E-R. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. It just says water noose. Uh, shoot. Well, whatever his first name is, he's third generation. That uh, Monsters Incorporated has been in his generation, or been in his family for three generations. So he's been there for a long time, and he's be- uh-huh. desperate to keep this thing going. And so this is his big plan, and he is foiled, and he is caught on camera. And he says it, and he's out. The man he's out. is, what, what do you think they did to him? Prison? Yeah, I know. He probably got... They probably lynched him. <laughs> he probably got... What do, you, what do they do in monster prisons? Monster things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they're going to eat him. They're going to cover him in tentacles and, mm. you know, do a bunch of weird slimy... What was done to him was monstrous. And he became a monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love to freaking... They just come out with a... You just see a new movie poster... And it's just a scratched up, tattered up, dark picture, and it just says water news. Oh my god, dude. Actually, you know what? They probably hung him in water. He had a noose around his neck and they oh, put him in a tank. Oh, there it is. <laughs> water news. Yeah. Dude, that would be so tight though. 
It's just a crab leg, like, grabbing on to, like, a <laughs> bar. And it just says, water. Water. <laughs> oh, man. And it, the titles, the, the tagline is, I'd kidnap a thousand children to kidnap I'd keep kidnap this a thousand children to keep this company alive. just kidnaps kids. Oh, gosh. That'd be great, man. That'd be, that'd be a fun movie. A real life, I'd if like it was it. a live action water news, he gets into the real world. Oh, oh man. And he's kind of like the boogeyman. That'd be great. Oh. Hire us. That's a creepy monster. We got good, we got I know. We have so <laughs> many good ideas. I got a pen and a piece of paper right in front of me here. We'll get going. I'll write for hours. Seriously. It can be my part-time job. I won't quit my full-time job. But 100%. during the summers, I'd absolutely be happy. You get me some peanut butter crackers, LaCroix, <laughs> pen and paper. That's it? <laughs> I'll sit for six hours. You don't want a salary? or <laughs> Do you want any pay? You're just happy if they give you one LaCroix and a, a you just bag give of some pe- snacks. Some, pe- some PBC, peanut butter crackers. Cool. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, but then, 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 oh yeah, you find out that Roz is the main lady. Which I hate. You don't like that? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why do you hate Roz? I hate that she's a CIA whatever thing. CBD? No, that's not. Child, it's CDA. Child Detection Agency. I just don't like that. I don't know why. I just think I don't like her. I just don't like her. You didn't like Raj. It's just my opinion. I, you know, it's, it's just how I feel. You're wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, okay. What are you going to do? Um, There's only one Raj I like. Raj Al Ghul. Good call. Liam Neeson. Yeah, baby. Um, well, so they go to return Boo. And they make a deal. She's like, we have to shred the door. You have five minutes. Mm-hmm. Go do your thing. And this is... Uh, this is it, you know? There's two major scenes for me. There's this one and then the very last scene of the movie. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is very emotional and touching. Go, you know, go on, go throw up. Go on, <laughs> go grow up. That go grow up. The throw up line is so funny. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. But, uh, no, oh, man, that, that scene, and this is where, this is where there's the one single violin player uh-huh. just going, Oh my gosh. Takes her in there and you see Mr. Ham, you see Slinky, you see Nemo. There's the you little see ball from Toy Jessie. Story. Yeah. Yeah. All the little toys she has. And she's like, come on, come play. And he's like, no, I have to leave. And then, yeah, you know, he finally leaves. And then she freaking gets out of bed and runs and opens it and goes, boo. Then it's gone. It's just her closet. Yeah. That oh. scene is incredible, man. That scene alone. Oh, I would watch the entire movie again just for that scene. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. And I just the power of one word as well. Boo. I think that and I think that that is the most emotionally effective scene in a Pixar film, probably other than the intro scene up. Just because I, don't know, I know man. people would swim down is swim down is great. It's not as good as this scene. This scene is incredible. It gets me. Yeah. It absolutely it gets g- me. It, no, it gets me too. I didn't cry in this one though, really. I just, I just teared up. Like Nemo, I was actually like tears streaming down my face. Really? Multiple times. Yeah. Well, you really? Are you really? <laughs> oh. 
Um, um, yeah, I mean, this yeah, so. it's great. And uh, but then things are better. You know, it's laugh time. Time to be funny. We didn't talk about the fact that they do discover that whenever she laughs, there's like an energy surge. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. the energy that they're getting from laugh or from screams are not nearly as powerful as the laughs. So then the next scene you show Mike Wazowski and he's telling and I, he's the guy now. I love that he's telling bad jokes and the kids like he's literally just telling what the kids just sitting yeah. there like, what are you talking? What yeah, for basketball ones? I was the ball. He has what's the one it's before the it ball. is really funny, actually. And it took me a second to get. I can't remember. Oh, well, um, but then he's just like, OK, whatever. And he eats the microphone and does the splits on the stool. And the kid just dies laughing and walks out. It's great. And Sully's and like Ken the new head of the company. 100. Yep. Good ending. Happy ending. Very happy. Happy ending. And he's uh, Celia Mike and, and Celia's. Yeah, they've they've gotten they're good mm-hmm. now. Um, the snakes are kissy kissy. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, yeah, then Mike, uh, you know, you see Sully still looking at the picture and the piece of the door, and Mike's like, I got a surprise for you. And he freaking goes, and he's like, oh my gosh, the door, and, but it, it can't be opened without the last piece. So he plugs it in, opens the door, and you don't even see Boo. You just see Sully's face. And he, he looks around the room, and he finally sees her, and then goes, and it's just, movie ends. And it's just like, well, he looks, yes! he looks <laughs> you know? around, and you hear, Kitty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it. And he makes eye contact Kitty. with her, and he just looks so happy. And then it ends. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. The sweetest thing in the world. Which he probably shouldn't keep visiting her, though. No, he's a really big, scary monster. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of, like, really messed up for her to, like, know Very that this big, world hairy, exists. scary monster. Uh-huh. It's like, if I, you know, get scared like that one time in your life. You're always going to look back on that and like maybe you won't even remember that it happened. Or if like, he continues to come and then she becomes a teenager. And she's like, and no, this is actually this is really real. <laughs> then he's actually kind of like attracted to her and oh. she's like kind of into him. And then it's like a weird thing. They have to tell the parents. You went to a weird place with that. dude. <laughs> that's, that's too much. I think you weren't thinking that. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not at all what I got from that. Oh, okay. I bet she's going to look like Christina Ricci when she gets older. She probably will. We all know that Danny's very into Christina Ricci. So. Christina yeah. Ricci or Ricci? It's Ricci. It's Ricci. Ricci. Hmm. Yeah, I know my girl. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you got a day Wednesday, baby. You, know? you got a day Wednesday, baby. Ooh, John Turturro. said it, man. Should have kept him in this. Nobody messes with the Jesus. Nobody messes with Jesus. Um... Cool. Well, favorite character, favorite scene, favorite line, please. Okay. My favorite character, and this is the funniest character in any Pixar film there is. Mike, Mike Wazowski. It's Billy Crystal, nice. man. He's just, he's incredible. He's so funny. Every single line of yeah. this movie. And that's, you know, and that's a big part of why this movie is so good, I think, is because Billy Crystal is adding so much humor oh, all yeah. the time, you know? That's like in this movie, the plot's good. The world is pretty fun, but it's nonstop laughs the entire way through. And it's character driven. Yeah. And that's because Billy, you know, because in this movie um, and in the previous animated movies as well. um, But this one, they did record all of the vocals 
before they animated yeah. anything. Yeah. And so like Billy Crystal was really allowed to just do whatever he wanted and just read the lines, how he interpreted them and just kind of, you know, like really riff and vamp and it was good. Yeah. So I don't know. Big fan of Mike Wazowski, man. He's easily my I favorite am too. character. I am too. Uh, mine is Sully. Yeah. Yep. I love John. I just love John Goodman. I'm a big so, fan. And as well. he just, he just has the emotional moments in the movie of like her going to bed you know, and him waiting outside the closet for her and him identifying that she's not a scary kid. And then just the growth of the relationship between those two um, did it for me. Certainly. Mm-hmm. He's great. And then my my favorite line is said by a single favorite character as well, a different character. Um, and it's just simply boo. <laughs> yeah. It gets me. It got me good today. I forgot about it, kind of. Are you saying boo? Saying boo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's good. It's, yeah. It's an amazing little moment, dude. Because she's... Literally her character summed up in a a word in her last little moment. It's just her going, boo. It's crazy, too, thinking about those guys just, like, animating this movie. And they're coming up with so many funny things. And then they're like, we're also going to animate the cutest little girl in existence. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just it's so funny. Gosh, good for them. I don't know how they do it. It's a great good movie. For them. Um, all right. My favorite line is said by Mike Wazowski. Uh, and he says, Roz, my tender oozing blossom, you're looking fabulous today. Is that a new haircut? Come on. Tell me it's a new haircut, isn't it? It's got to be new, a haircut. New makeup? You had a lift. You had a tuck. You had something. Something has been inserted in you that makes you look. Listen, I need a favor. Randall's working late last night out on the scare floor. I really need the key to the door he's using. <laughs> yeah. So, you want to eventually. Is just you had a lift. You had a tuck. You had something. You had a something inserted into you that makes you look. <laughs> the way he's so desperate in his attempt to flatter her. It's such a good line. It's ridiculous. Oh man, I was that's that's the line. I mean, there's like a lot of Mike Wazowski lines that tickle my funny bone. That but that one got that one got me really good. I think it's hilarious. So love it. Boom. There you go. Uh, favorite scene. I it's between him her saying boo and the last little look that John Goodman gives at the end. I think you can just make it all one big scene. Yeah, you make know. it all big one. Anything in Boo's room yeah. near the end. Dropping her off and then the, you know, um, the final joining back together. Uh, yeah. The tucking her in is also a really sweet scene. It really is. You know. I love that. You go to sleep. And then yeah. she passes out. I like that part as well. So I do too. There you go. That's fine. That's Monsters, Inc. That's Finding Nemo. <laughs> I, I just get the movie wrong. There you go. That's Sister Act 2. Back in the habit. <laughs> Dude, let's just talk about Sister Act 2 sometime. Let's do that. I'm in. I'm in. This is a good movie, man. I love Monsters, Inc. It's very fun. Uh, I think it's a little bit more difficult to break down, but it's definitely... I don't know. Where do you think this ranks? Man? Yeah, I'd agree. In the Pixar series? Yeah. For me... Um, Dead last. Less. Um, no, I'm, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. It, it's close to the bottom for sure. Cause there's not a lot of movies. There's five movies and you have finding Nemo and a bug's life for me. It would probably be reaching for that top. And then toy story one and two are both pretty good, but monsters Inc. I may have enjoyed 
more than Toy Story 2. I have no idea. I'll have to think on it. I honestly think that mine might be Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Bugs. No, no. Bugs Life and Toy Story what? 2. Interesting. Yeah. You, you don't like Monsters, Inc. that much. I really like this movie, man. It's really good. Think about it. Take a couple days. I know. I'll, I'll process it. I'm me. not saying that's my definitive list. I'm just that's is where, that your final list? That's what you just said. <laughs> that's, this is where my head's at right now, not later. Where's School of Rock uh, rank on that list? Uh, I think I'd rather watch School of Rock than any of these movies, other than Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, I was on the fence about. Yeah, samezies. School of Rock, no doubt. School of Rock, no doubt. Jack Black as Waterness. Yeah. Jack Nack or Jack Jack Black as Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I've already seen a little baby Jack Black in House with a Clock in its walls. I never want to see it again. Good point. True story. True story. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know where Jack Black would serve best. Because everybody's good. You know, that's the problem with these Pixar movies is that there's not like an actor that I want replaced ever. No. No. Yeah, everybody's always good. Well, they're perfectly plucked. Well, he could be the uh he could be the guy that gets the 2319 put on him. Yeah. Yeah. Could be good. Well, cool. There you go. That's Monsters Inc. Great movie, great time, great podcast, good fun. Good fun, good times. That's all state stands. Um all state stand. Cool. Good podcast. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm tapping out here. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm good. Uh, you can wrap uh, it up. Right. Well, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. And, uh, you know, we're happy to do it. Um, we're on Instagram, Professor Jones Podcast. And, uh, you know, uh, please share us around. Um, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, we really enjoy doing this, too. So um, if you like it, share it to your friends on Spotify, iTunes, and please leave a review on any of those platforms, let us know how you're feeling or if you want to hear us break down anything uh, in the coming uh, coming months. So, cool. Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Incorporated. Indeed. Thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, be living our lives a quarter mile at a time. You and me, me and you, both of us together. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs.